0: Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by GhostBed.com. Sit back, relax, and grab a fucking
1: drink. hi welcome to Drinking Bros. Got a special guest today. We
0: do have a special guest today. Um, there's a, He's also wearing a special t-shirt. Mm-hmm. It, it looks like hashtag Bert from TV. It is hashtag tag Bert from TV and if you want to address the elephant
2: here's the issue <laughs> so we will I meant so I was obviously on the TV show with Bert Koontz you what were and, yes and,
0: and by the way so since we've posted this picture somebody started a hashtag Ray from TV oh, yes um, because Ray Cash care is here I'm in the house I'm yes. not gonna lie yes
2: it's here I'm true it's here. I'm here you ladies start and
0: on the show with Bert the
2: selection I, yeah I was the star of the show <laughs> and what people need to understand is is that I took Bert from the streets. And I taught him, I mentored him. I spent countless hours with him teaching him how to portray to be an SF guy because he was okay, but I was like, no, man, you got to throw your chest out. You got to do this. You got to do that. You got to be harder. So I think Bert owes me a lot. He, he owes me pretty much everything that he has made himself into yeah. because of me. Because team guys are humble. We're humble. We
1: don't want to take the credit. Listen, this is just nonsense what he's saying. <laughs> Se- seals are the fucking most arrogant dudes on earth <laughs> look at his hair take your hat off look he's been wearing a hat for at least an hour that he's been here and look at this hair cover still. Two. his hair oh boy is, that like, what is what the fuck is this that is perfect. a nice perfect. sheen. it is perfect isn't it,
0: isn't it? how do you do that
2: because i was born to be a seal if you're born to be a <laughs> seal you have great fucking hair
0: <laughs> you come in you're a goddamn physical specimen uh, you got perfect hair. Thank you. Through a hat. Thank you. And in your drinking what? What is it? One o'clock in the afternoon. Drinking. James? I am having God, some JMO. That yeah. is great. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm coming down off a of New Orleans trip, so I'm I'm trying to hydrate. I got, we got fucking house last night.
1: I got the uh, the vodka lemonade going on because it's summertime. It is summertime, and that's a nice little thing. That's great. Uh, Thanks for being here, buddy. Thank
2: in- you. And one more uh, elephant I'd like to address is how many other guests have come on with their own bobblehead
0: oh man if you're not subscribed to the video show on youtube you should now this is the first time in show history over 450 episodes where a guest has brought their own bobblehead i'm surprised it wasn't me
2: i'm a plank owner of the bobblehead and i'm gonna take it and i'm gonna use it and i'm gonna probably take it to my deathbed thank you
0: <laughs> look we got to start off with the hard-hitting questions first we don't get too many navy seals on the show Uh, I I think you know what's on the top of everybody's mind in America right now. Go. Come on. Tell me. It's in Nevada. I don't know. Rhymes with Area 51. Come on, brother. Let's see them
2: aliens. No. Listen. (laughs) Stop. You know what? Listen. If it happens, I'll be there and I'll believe. But come on, guys. This is just so. I know what you're doing. It's just so stupid. You know, Area 51 is there for whatever reason it is, but. No, I don't even want, it's, it's so stupid, I'm just going to dismiss the question.
0: Do you know what, what, what goes on at Area 51? Because we've had, some, we've had some, a couple seals on the show, and we've asked them, we asked one on air, they declined to comment, and then one of them told us off the air. Do you know?
2: I have no fucking clue, and I don't want to know.
0: None. So None. And that, That's genuine. And
2: even if I did know, I wouldn't tell you, but no, no, I don't know. It's nobody's business what goes Do on Do you there. think
1: it's more dangerous to know what's going on at Area 51 or to know private information about Hillary Clinton? That's a fucking, that's a barn burner, brother. I don't know.
2: Um, probably more dangerous to know about Hillary. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. I'm not yeah. going to lie.
1: Like it's the, the amount of people in her life that have committed suicide. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, it's a lot.
0: It's, yeah. it's definitely a lot. But uh, it's not <laughs> as many as the, 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 the amount of people who are signed up on Facebook. No, there's like 600,000 To go storm people. Area 51 yeah, to ridiculous. see them aliens, brother. Yeah.
2: Let me tell uh. you what. I want to know. I want to be there when they storm it to see what happens. That's what. I Yeah. Want to
0: well, see. So, what do you think would happen? Because we asked. I asked Anthony this last week, um, but I'm I'm curious as because you're more of a professional um, than he is. Obviously. So, if we <laughs> wanted to
2: be serious, what I would like to see is them set up a Gatling gun and shoot them all as they're running at them. But what I what I think would happen is they have so many assets and uh, individuals standing by. These these people would be locked up way before they got close to anything. And I mean. They would be told to stop. They would be warned. And I think there's a difference between... I don't think they give a shit about the social media. I mean, they tell you to stop. You're going to get tased. You're going to probably get put down hard. If you got something in your hand, you may be put down. I mean, they need to leave that shit alone. There's certain things that you just don't need to know about. Yeah. And I believe... With all my heart, that's one of them. Just Do you
1: think there are aliens, yes or no? And Area 51. Don't fucking fuck around, Ray. Come on. I would
2: like to think there are. But if there are and we don't know, it's probably for a reason. Like I said, you know, I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'd like to think there are. I I, I have a hard time believing that I'm the most intellectual thing on the, in the fucking universe. Yeah, no yeah. shit. So, but obviously, if we don't know, there's for a reason. It's for a good reason. And yeah, some things, like I said, are better left... Unknown
0: because I one would figure like, you know, as the civilian here on the show, that you guys know more than the average bear. Like, you know, the rest of us dummies walking around. Yeah. Right. I would figure if 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 we did capture an alien or an alien landed here. Right. OK. You would fucking know about it. I would think that we would know
2: about it. Like I like said, like you personally, not oh, me us. personally. Yeah. Well, being out of the loop now, I mean, I do some other things. I think that's so many pay grades and so many uh, clearance levels oh, yeah. above what I have. You know, I know probably about as much as you do. And I mean, you know, I'll get on here. I'm not going to act like a badass seal saying I know something if I don't. I don't know. I don't want to know. Okay. If they decide they want to release the information, I'll think it'll be pretty fucking cool. Um, You know, we've seen enough shows where we know that, you know, we're going to have to defeat the bad guys and somehow take the earth back again because they want to come here and eat the planet or do whatever it is. But um, yeah, I just think there's certain things that people need to be left alone. And my thing is, is why now? Why now? There's. How many six eight hundred people? How many people want to storm it in there like a group? Oh no, you're up to you're up to
0: one point six million. Okay, it's
2: one point six million. So my thing is, is some village idiot said, you know, I want to know what's going on at Area Fifty One, and just like anything else, he raised the. Yep, it was him. It wasn't. No, it was not not me. (laughs) You get up and walk right off this podcast, (laughs) same as Bert would. Like I said, you know, things have been going on. Way longer than we've been around, and I just think people need to sometimes mind. I know everybody's like, "Well, you know, we have a right to know," and this and that. I'm telling you, there's things that go on that people don't want to know about, and that's what I'm where I'm going to leave it at. They should just mind their own fucking business, pay their taxes, or if you're illegal aliens, get all the free shit that you get, and then we move on.
0: Yeah. All right. So two more questions, then, like things we shouldn't know about. Okay. JFK. Got it. Government or more than one person. Mm, Pass. Why? Uh,
1: Nope. So you do know? I I have an assumption of what I think. Just compare. Just so you know, Evan has put his theory out there. Uh, Yeah, but Evan's theory that is that it was Bush Senior.
2: (laughs) I still do things where, when this is told and goes on, (laughs) that people will come knocking at my fucking door So no. Okay. Uh, No, I can't answer that one. All right, last one
0: then. Okay. And this will see if you're a real OG. Um, in 1938. Okay. I, we heard Dan, Dan can attest to this. We heard that FDR ran a sub four minute mile and that he never had polio. No, <laughs> <laughs> totally I didn't have, how do you know what to do with that
2: one? God bless him. That would be badass, but no,
0: no, but, uh, off air. Will you tell us? Let me ask you that. Yeah. Off air. I'll tell you what okay, I great. think. Great. I do great.
1: great now we're going to get tortured two months from now because this asshole told us shit that he wasn't supposed to thanks Ross. i'm f- I'm fine with it yeah tor- we again, we've had a couple seals on the show i We asked them
0: some questions on air, and they were like, "Look, ask us off and like at one point we were at uh, Twin Peaks restaurant. I just won't give any way, anything away and someone told us, "Hey, man, here's what's going on at uh area fifty one these yeah. other places, whatever and I was like, "Fuck off um so It was great. It was great to know that somebody knows. Yeah.
2: Like I said, there's things going on. We'll (laughs) leave it at that. But people think they want to know, but they don't.
1: I think it's more likely that there's just giant fucking rack servers like there were at Fort Meade. Yeah, that's what he says, that it's rack servers. That's Um. what's going on in the mountains in Colorado. That's what's been going on at the NSA in Maryland for years. I don't think it's anything. No, I think think
0: it's something about four foot three. Uh, (laughs) Very green. Maybe a, a gray hue to it. Hue. Uh, black, huge black Blueish eyes. Hugh. and hue. Uh, and I think we're going to find out real soon. We're less than 60 out, kids. We're less than 60 out.
1: No matter how hard you
0: try, you Jared can't is, stop us now. Jared is
1: actually organizing a defense force. And I think it's because the primary defense force at Area 51 is probably Air Force Security Forces. Yeah. Which means they're going to need some help. Yes, I agree. Uh, and Jared's offered his services, luckily. As yeah. is a, well. a JTAC. and. The a bros community, so. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> get
2: a few drinks in and start calling it some yeah. air support. airstrikes. He's like, oh, shit. That <laughs> little left, little <laughs> left. Yeah, good stuff.
0: Uh, for people who aren't familiar with you at home, yeah. uh, obviously Navy SEAL. Yep. Um, what year? W- when did you go in? Where did you serve?
2: Uh, let see. I graduated Bud's Class 200. That was August, I think, 23rd of 1990. Christ, I hope I get this right. Uh, end of 95 or four? But Bud's class two hundred, legit. Uh, I served on the East Coast teams. I was a SDV, team two, so literally I jumped in the coffin of death, a little black submersible sub. It's um, like a
1: one man sub, basically, right?
2: Yeah, it can actually hold six. That's oh, not that's six, not classified stuff anymore. Okay. Speeds and stuff are, um, but yeah, it's two people in the front, four people in the back, and we make house calls. That's what we do underwater. So we launch from a, a sub.
1: Okay, uh, like 30, a torpedo.
2: Yeah, well, not kind of, but there, there you have a. Um, a sub, you have a dry deck shelter. So, yeah. think of an underwater garage. We pull out at 30 feet, we launch up, we go to work. We come back, go down, or the sub will come up. We get back in, and it's Miller time. So, that's what we do. Long story short, you know, that's we awesome. make we plant things on things, make things go away, and then we come back, and no one knows about it.
0: God damn it. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love you know that. What, what, what it, made you get into it? Because uh, when, when you said 95, mm-hmm. most of the people on the show. It was nine was eleven for them, where they were yeah. like, hey, man, yep. I, I'm, I'm going all in for the country and yeah. fuck everybody, and, the, and this is why. 95, I'm curious, because we were kind of, uh, the Iraq, the first Iraq war with yep. uh, Bush, very quick, over very quick. What was going on that made you want to join?
2: Well, with me, it was an internal battle. So, you know, we spoke about this before, I had a horrible childhood, you know, and this isn't a boo-hoo, poor me, any of this shit, you know, just mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, physically, you know, beat the fuck out of my whole life. Uh, father was murdered at eleven. Mother, I still don't have a relationship with her. But you know, like I told you guys before, instead of uh, you know bitching about it, and moaning about it, I decided to take a stand. And when I was about 19 years old, um, I was reading. And, you know, I wish I knew what book it was because it would give so much more meaning. But I'm not going to bullshit you. I was reading this book about like fucking Navy SEALs, and these guys in my eyes were like seven feet tall, which they're not. Um, and they could do all these amazing things, which they can. And I said, you know what? That's for me. Because all my life, you know, I was getting kicked down, told I was nothing. You know, you're never going to mount anything. And then all of a sudden, I went into the recruiters. And I said, listen, and he, I saw this. And I was like, I want to fucking do that. He even told me, I don't think you can do that. You know, I took the ASVAB test. I'm not going to lie to you. We both, we've all agreed I'm pretty. Um, back in the day, I wasn't the smartest tool in the shed when it came to doing like Mathematical equations, you know Like if you're on a train going 50 miles an hour east And another one's fucking 60 miles an hour going west When do they collide? I don't know I was 19, I'd never been on a train, I don't know Right. So I had to do all this stuff And I had to, you know, and That's when the journey started I just said, you know what, I'm going to do something And what I was really saying was Is I'm going to believe in myself and a big fuck you To everybody, I mean Everybody in my life said you'll never do it And I just said, roger that So I just took that negativity and that anger, and I fucking used it for fuel. And that's, and I'm not looking back, you know? I, that was one thing, you know? And I just keep, I love proving people wrong. You know, I love, you know, I'm here. People told me before, oh, you never, okay, roger that motherfuckers, here I am, you know? Right. You're not gonna be on the big podcast. You're not gonna be on TV. You're not gonna mentor Burt Koontz. You're not gonna, it was a joke, a <laughs> yeah. joke, guys. Um, <laughs> you're not gonna do the things that you do. And I love, It's it's it fuels me. Proving people fucking wrong. I've always been the underdog. You know, I'm five foot seven. I'm 205 pounds now. But back in the day, man, I was five, seven, about 160 pounds, fucking wet, um, you know, had an attitude, had a chip on my shoulder. And I made the conscious decision at 19. I looked in the mirror and I have an acronym. You know, we'll talk about this later. I do these boot camps and Mm -hmm. all I do is I call people. I look them right in the face and say, you're a bitch. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. You're a bitch. And I go over and over with that. And then when they graduate my courses, I say, now you've become the bitch. And people don't understand it. Well, bitch to me is you're weak. You know, you don't have what it takes. You got, you, know, you got a pussy when you're supposed to be a man. No offense, ladies. But then when you graduate something or you achieve it, I tell people you've become the bitch. And they go, I don't get it. The B, you've become. The I, intellectually sound. You've become T, trainable, right? You got the C, you become a communicator. And the H is you become hard as fuck. And then if I have a group, it's ES. I say, now you're a bunch of bitches. And I go, especially in such a short amount of time. So people understand that now because I was going through life as a bitch, not the bitch. And I know people are like, I don't get it. Graduate something that no one else can do. Do things that no one else can do. Apply that acronym to what the fuck you do and you'll get it, you know. And I just put a course on it. People get it. And they're walking around now going, dude, I'm the bitch. I mean, corporate CEOs have it in their office. I'm the bitch, you know. I mean, I'm an HR fucking nightmare. Yeah. But. Sometimes people need to be slapped in the face And that's what I do I'm here I don't hold punches You know Dan knows me I tell it mm-hmm. like it is And you either love me Or you hate me And I One of my superpowers is I don't give a fuck I just don't give a fuck I'm not gonna change who I am
0: Was there a point As you're going through all of this stuff mm-hmm. as, as a child Because uh, I imagine it's It's this way for a lot of people Where you could have gone the other way And just said Woe is me Fuck it, I'm giving up and throwing in the towel Was there a moment like that for you? Yes The first, um,
2: I call it the pinnacle moment in my life I was 19 years old I can remember it like it was yesterday And what's funny is I can't remember what I had for fucking lunch last week mm-hmm. But um, I was still living with my mom um, She was married, she was like on her fourth marriage And I was drinking, doing drugs, doing all this shit And I looked in the mirror I had i had my own bathroom in the house We lived in this ranch out in Carroll County And I looked in the mirror Like I told you, my father was murdered when he was, when I was 11 And when I looked in the mirror, as God is my witness, I didn't see me. I saw him. I saw the womanizer. I saw the drug addict. I saw the biker. And I was getting in all kinds of fucking trouble. I was going to college, community college. Literally, I was trying to get a degree in chasing pussy. That's all I was doing. I didn't care. And I looked in there and I just said, that's where I came up with that whole acronym is, dude, I am a bitch. I am becoming the man that I refuse to be. And what I tell people is, you or I, we're the only ones that can change that. There's no external help. You know, some journeys you just got to do on your own. And I I said, no more. And I mean, I'm telling you, I cut cold fucking turkey. I stopped drinking. Um, I got out of the military. Excuse me. I got out of the college. I I literally applied for uh, the Navy. Literally boot camp. They were like, you don't have what it takes to be a Navy SEAL right now. I qualified to be two things, a cook and a fucking medic. That tells you a lot about our medical system in the military. But I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. And instead of taking like six months and all this shit, they were like, when can you get me out the fucking door? They're like, well, it's unheard of, but we can do two weeks. Where do I sign? I wanted to get away from that fucking life as fast as I could. I wrote my mother a letter telling her how I was going to prove her wrong, how I wasn't the piece of shit that she always called me. And I still have that letter to this day because she gave it back to me when I graduated um, boot camp. So and that's my fuel, man. That's what I do every day. You know, that's why people always laugh at me and they, why do you got these fucking crazy shoes on? I I couldn't find a pair of shoes with lines on them. I was called, I was a sheep line for too long. I had the fucking warrior instinct, but I was a bitch and I wasn't applying it. So now what I do is I call myself the sheep line. Now I'm the fucking line. Now I when I roar. So whenever I have doubt, I look down at my shoes. I wear it in suits. I wear it everywhere. I look down and people are like, you know, I tell them a story and then I tell them I don't fucking care what you think because you're probably still a fucking sheep. Yeah. And, and that's what it was. But it was at 19 um, going through community
0: college, 19 years old. And then how many years did you serve?
2: I served uh, 12 years and six months and then jumped off and did some consulting uh, yeah, you did for a long time. Uh, so it's for
1: the audio listeners, there were some air quotes around yeah, that. Yeah, some consulting. air quotes. And you worked with uh, Black Rifle CEO Evan Haver for, for a little. Bit, I worked
2: right? with Chef for a very long time, and let me tell you what I don't I don't suck dick. I'm happily married. My wife's hot. <laughs> uh, Aaron is a true fucking warrior, uh, mind, body, and and spirit. Um, he is a guy that you do want to get in a fight with. I'll tell you. I'll just I'll leave it at that. I don't want to give too much gouge but that motherfucker can shoot, move, and communicate
1: okay yeah he's He's got some he's got some go-go in him (laughs) evan's one of the best handgun shooters i've ever seen in my life no shit
0: i you know what's funny everybody i I come across like in public says Mm -hmm. the
1: same thing who has worked with evan or been around him or sir they're like dude evan's the best there is like long guns i'm sure there's plenty of people out there that can challenge him but i've never seen anybody shoot a handgun like him honestly
2: and to add to the story i crossed paths with matt best years ago doing something similar and my story goes, I beat him at ping pong. And his story is he beat me, so I'd like to officially challenge him. Oh, we got to get a rematch. Him. I'd fucking officially challenge him. You know
0: on this show, because, I look, I beat him in ski bowl. He came back. I don't know if he practiced. I'm assuming he did. We're onesie-onesies, and we're, we're going for that. Yeah. Uh, and then, obviously, his book is, is <laughs> on pre sale now, about to come out next month. Yep. Thank you for my service. In there, there's a line about SEALs saying, you guys have enough— Cool guy books. Well, I hope he dedicated. I hope
2: he dedicated his ping pong knowledge to me. There should be a a quote (laughs) in there. So I'm calling you out. I know there. I'm calling you. I know you can't see me. I'm calling you out, Matt. Best.
1: (laughs) That's fucking hilarious. I wonder if there's going to be skee ball on the uh, cruise. I hope so, because you guys can. You and Matt and yeah. Did you hear about the the second bros cruise? I did
2: hear about it.
0: Is your several,
1: wife letting you go? Probably not.
0: Several um, hundred of our fans She's are going. not letting you go. Your wife's not letting you go on it, that thing.
2: Well, if she doesn't listen to this, I can always tell her it it's a business trip. <laughs> Bring it <to> <laughs> it else. is a business
0: trip. It's a business trip yeah. from Galveston down to Cozumel yeah, and then and- back again. And, uh, we had a bunch of folks who were, who ended up getting deployed because of the Iran situation. Yeah. Um, so some rooms opened up, so you can go to drinkingbros.com
1: and sign up for the cruise. Yeah. And through the end of August, actually, you can still sign up. Correct. When is it? When yeah. does it take off? Uh, um, it takes off, uh, September, September 12th. September 12th. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Nope. Yeah. I'll be consulting.
0: Oh, you will? Okay. Yeah, will be consulting.
2: Okay. Which is probably best for everyone. <laughs> I,
0: I like what these consulting uh, yeah. air quotes are. I don't know what they are. No one does. Um, yeah. But it, you, I, you were in uh, Captain Phillips, right? Yes,
2: yes. Did I, that I, have
0: anything to do with your consulting?
2: No, that was just Tom Hanks realizing my natural talent. <laughs> I, I actually mentored Tom. Uh, During that too Of course Let me ask you this Uh How
1: butthurt are you That Tyler Gray Is on a show Called Seal Team You know it's funny Here we go Here we go (laughs) I I specifically know
2: That Tyler did not Cast me for that Because I was Too awesome One And number two Every so often Especially on his birthday I could probably Pull it up I say happy birthday To the greatest Fake seal I know So
0: um, I get a big Fuck you in return But you know (laughs) Hey
2: you know, I uh,
0: do you flip it on and be like, hey, all right, this is accurate. This is not accurate with the show.
2: Yeah, they do a pretty good job. There's some things, you know, that some of the times that, you know, that they react to things are a little um, off. But as far as the gear and some of the uh, the, movements. Know, the movements, the yeah. movements, yeah, the the fights, you know, the fire, things like that,
1: like the stand around and talking in the middle of firefights. Yeah, to you know, drama, drama. That's not But real. I get. it, okay. You know,
2: like the same thing. You've got you've got to TV it up. But I tell you, you. Tyler is probably another one, probably one of the most tactically sound guys. I know I like to fucking joke, but that guy is a fucking savage. I don't don't know how else to say it. I mean, with the fucking gimp arm and everything, and I mean that with all due respect. He's a fucking warrior. He finds a way. Yeah, dude. You know, you look at his arm. It looks like he got in a fight with a shark. We know what happened. You know, he's serving the country, doing the Lord's work, and he's still, he'll be the first one. Pull ups, fucking lift weight. You know, don't let this shit fool you. I love it. I, I love it. And um, I learned a lot from him being on the show. Him and Burt.
0: Yeah, uh, genuinely one of the nicest people in real life. Seriously, too. You, yeah. wouldn't, you wouldn't you wouldn't at all
1: think that he's a stone cold fucking killer. No, you would not No, not at all. Player. But that is exactly what he stone is. Stone
2: cold, air quotes ranger. Yeah. <laughs> 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 he doesn't like to talk about it. But no, yeah. of course, and of course I, not. Well, he's I, a
1: Navy SEAL now, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, it's,
2: yeah, he is. He is at the pinnacle. He's he is
1: graduated. The best. He's, yeah. He's a Navy SEAL
0: now on TV, and there you don't get better than that, really. No.
1: Would you like? Would it damage you emotionally if Bert also got a part on the yes. show? Yes, yes it would <laughs> <laughs> Let's start Let's get a campaign going to get Burt Koontz on SEAL Team Literally, I would try to <laughs> sue the network I would talk to Mark Semos I would talk to all the guys
2: Because they know that one I am a quarter of an inch taller than Bert. Oh, I barely. have better hair than Bert. Well, that's yeah, true Yeah, I dye the yeah. beard because I'm grayer than Bert. But I would do so much better than
0: Burt There's nothing wrong with coloring up, by the way
2: Not up top I'm not going to lie But I'll, I'll let the world know Because I have patches of gray. It looks like I have the fucking mange. So if you look at me from a distance, it looks like I just, like Helen Keller shaved me. So my wife was like, no, it's either all gray or you, you know, and I, if that's the worst of what I do, you know, I'm not, I'm not some fucking freak. I don't chase kids around, you know, I'm happily married, you know, and Johnny Primo and a bunch of them give me shit all the time. You dye your beard. I'm like, that's all you're coming at me with, bro. Come on. Do you dye your pubes too? I do not.
1: So, so you're Greybush? What's going on down no, there? No, i
2: fucking, it's gone, bro. I keep, because I'm Irish. I got to use all I can to keep that shit as big. I actually hook a light for shadowing down there when I'm getting ready to fuck <laughs> the old using lady. He's using forest
1: perspe- perspective on his dick. So you got lasered or what?
2: No, I just cut that shit. I just, yeah, trained,
1: shorn, shorn, that shit. I just trade that shit. My skin is too sensitive. I get fucking razor burn if I After shave After this is really? over with, yeah.
2: I'll, I'll take a look.
0: Take it to you. <laughs> wait, wait. We'll take a look From
1: your medic days, right? Yeah. Not, not for... He tricked exactly. me into Here's saying that. Here's the problem. That. He and Bert were both medics originally, and Bert was when he was in group. So uh, he's always talking about digital rectal exams and putting his finger up guys' butts. Yeah. What's your experience with this?
2: Back down as hard as you can when he does it.
0: <laughs> and so when you say back down, <laughs> what is that? Are you suppressing your anus? What I'm doing is you just stick the finger out. and I like to like look back. Yep. Like, oh, you look back and the uh, oh, eye contact. Oh, you go into it and back, further. Yeah, I back in tell him you like That's that. That's a like power that? move right there. And then when there. we're
2: done, we usually both light up and it's good. And actually I requested, I told him that was a prerequisite. I wouldn't go on the show. Unless Bert stuck his finger up my ass.
1: So Ray has been faking his age for years to get that early digital rectal exam. That's what I just yeah. figured yeah, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then you, you back down as hard as you can on as that hard finger as I can. And get it all in. I there. show him
2: who's the boss immediately. Sometimes damn damn i, I love try to that. swallow the whole hand.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Bert takes off
2: his wedding ring if it's you know, it just depends.
1: <laughs> Sorry, Candace. <laughs> she doesn't care. No, nah, she's fine with it. She yeah. said worse stuff than that today, and I haven't even spoken to her. I just know that she has. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, so
0: when you get out after twelve years. What's that come down like, you know, you're doing the craziest shit on the planet and then you just stop, right?
2: It's hard because what I've, and again, I know this is going to probably kill me, but what I've learned about most people's society is they're lazy. People are fucking lazy. Like for me, my mindset is if you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. And if you're fucking late, it's unacceptable. People think, you know, Hey, like being here, you know, I called him. Hey man, I'm 10 minutes out. I felt like I was late because I was trying to find the address. Mm. I was like, I was already in panic mode. I try to be somewhere 15 minutes early. Um, you know, I look a man in the eye and I shake his hand. Posture is everything. It's and but when you see people these days, they just go through life like like a horse with fucking blinders on, with his carrot, and they're just dangling because they're just settling. You know, yeah. You can tell. You, it's, you it's can irritating. walk into a room and see who the fucking alphas are. You know, yeah. you can see. And the thing is, is the alphas, the birds, you know, us. They're the people that that people are drawn to. I call mm. it that magnetic force. People want to be around us. You know, I don't bring much to the table. I just tell it like it is. You know, I'm no, I'm no fucking war hero. You know, I've done a few TV shows, but I'm me. And people get that. You know, like, if I don't like something somebody does, I'm going to say, hey, motherfucker, I don't like that shit. And it can go one or two ways. You know, we can go out back and we talk about it. We can have a, a glass and talk about it like civilized men. Mm-hmm. Or we can go out and beat the fuck out of each other and hopefully... I know if I knock you out, I'm going to pick you up because I, I, I got, that's how I was brought up and I'm going to carry you back in here, but I hope you give me that same common courtesy. You know, people like Bert and Tyler, are the same way, man, me and Bert have had words before and Bert's like, Hey man, you know, we could talk about this casually or you could keep raising your voice and we can, I'm like, Ooh, you know, Roger that brother. I don't mind getting put in check by another fucking alpha. I won't be put in check by a fucking beta though.
1: No, I no. will not. It's like driving in traffic sometimes just going through life and you're in the, we, we stay in the left lane all yep. the time yep and there's people driving so in the left lane like dude you gotta get the fuck out of the way man or i'm gonna run you, you over that's what i tell people it. it's you know? not no offense like you live your life how you want yep. to but you got to move or yeah. something bad's gonna happen right exactly do
0: something even if it's wrong just get the fuck well that's
2: actually just, just yeah. that's what i tell people i don't even care you know the average person i'm all about you know life is about decision making i Because I started doing something that I never did recently When I started getting into this mentorship With these people I started educating myself Before about two years ago I read two books start to finish in my life I'm not ashamed of it Do
0: you remember what they were?
2: Yeah, it was a call uh, 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 The Black Beauty or Black Stallion I had to read in school Yes I'm talking start to finish And a book called Steroid Blues that I read It was an amazing
1: book that I read Was it about Lyle Alzado?
2: No, it's a book about uh, A giant muscle-bound freak who was actually a woman, but he took so many steroids back. He turned into a man. And he was trying to get this drug dealer slash mafia Russian guy who was selling all the drugs. Who actually killed his or hers family. It was an amazing. Holy book.
0: shit. But like until your, your then, life story. there's a lot going on. I, like I know. His life story. But
2: <laughs> until then, you know, I started talking to Evan. You know, I've reached out to him and they're like, man, you've got to read. So the one thing that I love is decision making. It's that's what puts us alphas above the rest. Average person makes 17,000 decisions consciously, subconsciously. Look it up. It's true. But what people do, the difference between the alphas and the betas are, just like we use in the SEAL teams, it's a three-step process to decision-make. Analyze, assess, execute. People go, wait wait a minute. Not execute fucking people. Execute whatever the direction is. But what people do in life is they only do one or two of those. I'll give you an example. My wife, 105 pounds, big fake titties, blonde hair. I love her. She gets in a car and you think she's a 300 pound fucking man that's jacked on steroids because she gets car uh, road rage.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: What does she do? You're not a small man. You're a pretty big dude. Yep. She'll like give you the finger because all she's doing is executing off of emotion. And that's what society does today. All these fucking protesters and shit. They don't really think about skipping
1: what the, the analysis. Yeah.
2: Yeah. They, they don't do it. They skip. They're looking for the clip version of shit, the quick version. But if you, if you learn how to do it, it's split decision. All three of us go into a room. We have to kill the bad guys, you know not kill the good uh, not kill the good guys. we're going to do that, but all three of us are going to go in the room and see different things, but we all have one objective, and that's how you know you've got to figure out and make your teams, whether that's your family, you know your crew, and people don't do that. they're just a bunch of individuals being a bunch of bitches, making excuses of why they're not successful
0: so with your air quote consulting going yes. on right now, is that voluntary or Did they recruit you to say, hey, man, we need you to come and do this shit?
2: Well, you you apply for it, and then you move up to different things when you're do good. Gotcha. um, But, yeah, you know, but I love it, you know. I still got some warrior left in me. Um, I'm, between you you and I and the however many fans we have here. 5.2 million listeners. Yeah, yeah, hey, hey, guys, this is just our secret. Um, (laughs) I'm transitioning out into the civilian world. It's about time for me to hang up those cleats. Gotcha. I'm going on forty-eight. I look fantastic. I'm not going to lie to either one of you. Mm. Um, Bert, eat your heart out. And I'm going to, <laughs> but continue to keep that same drive and that same desire and that same passion in what I'm doing. And that's what I'm doing now. It's those boot camps, making people's lives better.
0: And are you, is this city to city? Are you based out of somewhere? Where were these boot camps taking place? Well,
2: right now we have, we have two different ones. I've teamed up with uh, Bedros Coolian. He is the founder of Fit Body Boot Camp. A dollars doesn't matter. He's a great dude. So me, him, and three other individuals—a uh, guy named Aaron, Steve Eckhart, and Matt Schneider. So we pretty much—you got a SEAL, you got an entrepreneur, uh, the Marine is an, also a seven-figure entrepreneur, and you got an MMA fighter. We go around, and this is out of Chino Hills, California, and we literally do a seventy-five-hour course where we mentally, emotionally, physically um, beat the shit out of you, and we Normal people. You. Normal people. Normal people. You know, that's it. We don't. I don't want prior military. I want people that just want to be better, and they want to be better in the three simple things I live by, family, fitness, and finance. That's it. If you want to, you know, like Latrell, I was just talking to him. He wants to add faith to it, fine. You know, that's just extending the, the house, you know. Family, fitness, and finance is the foundation to be mm-hmm. successful. Um, doing that, and then I branch off, and I own a company called Conquer. Conquer is seven points of performance, okay? I think I'm in a room with individuals who've shot guns before. Seven points of performance is how you, you know, if you grab the, the, the platform, like I'm looking at one right now, and you apply those seven points of performance, in the perfect world, you're going to hit the target. Are you going to be an expert shot? No. But if you keep doing it every fucking day, you're going to get better and better and better. So what I do is I use seven simple points of performance for the, each letter of conquer stands for something. Mm-hmm. Do it every fucking day, and eventually your shot group's going to get tighter, and you're going to be an expert in you. If you want to make more money, great. I don't give a fuck about how much money you make. I give a fuck of how great of a person you are to your family and to your friends.
0: So I want to I want to take this back uh, to family, uh, fitness and finance, fitness and finance, because we talked about it briefly before we went on air. But I I think it's important to tell the audience why you believe in that and what each one of those stands for to people, because. Uh, as soon as you explained it before we went on air, it uh, didn't matter if you're, you know, military or civilian, yep. it, it, no, it really is supply, true. Yeah. It, applies to it, it applies and, to everyone. And the and the yeah. fitness
1: thing, just to clarify is not just physical fitness. It's mental and yes. emotional Correct. fitness yes. as well. Like so, so, yeah. Yeah, so
2: let's start, let's start with the, the family, right? Bottom line, ha, you know, we can start with the analogy, happy wife, happy, uh, happy life, happy wife, right? Boom, boom, boom. Give you an example. You own a business, you have a great employee. If something's wrong with that employee, and you know he's not firing on all his cylinders, I guarantee fucking he's either having a problem with his family, meaning his wife, the fucking crazy brother-in-law, you name it, because that's what it deals with. kids not doing good in school, something to that nature.
1: It's Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Yeah. basically. What he said, and I yeah. Don't
2: even, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but I'm, I'm being serious. Yes, that is what it is. Yep. If, it's, if it's fitness, fitness doesn't mean going in the gym and Jack and steals. It means being fit uh, physically and mentally. Uh, healthy. So, you know, the fucking demon hasn't snuck up on you. You don't have cancer. You're not getting this. You're not getting that. You're taking care of your body. You're mentally doing things to prepare yourself. You're trying to be a good person. You're reading. You need to be mentally and physically sound. Okay. If I'm sitting here doing a podcast and I've got shit going on physically, like, you know, I'm dealing with this demon in my head. I'm not going to be looking in the eyes. You're going to start seeing me doing this. And then you're going to be going, what the fuck's this guy here for?
1: What's that old phrase? uh, Distracted warrior is a dead warrior, right?
2: Distracted warrior is a dead warrior. Exactly. You know, you have got to have that front sight focus with everything you do. Because what I tell people is you have to eliminate distractions in life and you have to and you have to cause disruption. You have to be the disruptive force when you walk into a room that is just, you know, it's it's mind boggling. And I'll get into that. And then the last one is finance. Here's the deal, guys. Money doesn't make people happy. Okay, I'm happy right now, and I could be—I could have more money. But this is what I'll tell you: what I'm learning is because I'm starting to become an entrepreneur. The more money that I make, the more I can do with it. Example: the more money I can give away, the more money I have to have people do shit that I don't have to do. You know, people that I know that are very, very wealthy—they pay people to go take their cars to get done. They pay people to do this. They pay people to do their shopping. You know why? Because that gives them more time to focus on just those three fucking things, to make more money, to be mentally and physically more sound, and what, to spend more time with your family. Yeah. You know, I just got back from a, uh, I was in California for five days, I picked my daughter up from gymnastics, and I said, you know what, today I'm gonna take her out to lunch, where do you wanna go? Daddy will take you anywhere. That's what you have to do. And what I'm trying to teach people is, it's what I call the F7 mentality. People go, what the fuck is that? An F7, do you know what an F5 is? No. Okay, F1 through fives are tornadoes. They're supposed to be, the F5 is supposed to be the finger of God, the most destructive force in the planet. Fuck that. I am. So, what's the difference between an F5 and an F7? This. An F5 will jump around and hit homes. I got in an argument with a meteorologist in Virginia Beach, and he goes, You know, an F5 feeds off of power and this and that, and that's why it jumps. I said, No, it doesn't. It fucking jumps because it knows it can't fuck with that. It knows that it's found a force stronger than that. So I tell people, instead of the F six, I'm the F seven. I'm gonna have I'm gonna be a millionaire when it comes to my family. I'm gonna be a millionaire when it comes to my fucking health, not just fitness, and I'm gonna be a millionaire. That's my goal, to make that kind of money. You know why? Because I'm gonna give a shit ton of it away and help people who were just like me once, who, hey, I don't care. You know, I've overcome a lot of shit. I've had a claim bankruptcy before years ago. I did it. I'm not ashamed of it. You know, I could have sat there and fucking wallowed in my own fucking piss and shit. And said, you know what? I give up, but I didn't. I said, okay, I'll pay this shit off and it'll be better. And now, you know, it's just things, good things are happening because I believe karma is a bitch and a motherfucker. If you do good, good will come back, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I, again, before we came on, we were chatting about this and I was like, man, I really want you to tell this story to the audience yeah. because I, I believe it's true in everyone's yeah, life, I don't care who you but are. I've never heard it simplified like that before. You
2: know? You know, military guy sitting beside me, you know, keep it simple, stupid. I really believe that you just got to trim the fat with shit in life. You got to come to the basics. You know, that's one of my analogies with my conquer acronym is trim the fat. If you got people or things or anomalies in your life that are fucking holding you back, drowning you, I use the analogy, you're swimming. Someone's pulling you down so you can't breathe. Kick them in the fucking face and let them go. I've literally had to let my mother go. I've had to let personal close friends go and... It hurts for a little bit, but like I tell people, hurt, pain, doubt, all these negative emotions, they're temporary, you know, being of being a, the best version of you is permanent and that's what people need to understand.
1: Yeah. And bad news doesn't get better with time. You know? No, it doesn't, people, man. It
2: just fucking get, it gets,
1: it gets it way festers, worse. Yeah. yeah. Like there's the, I, th- I feel like part of that laziness and I don't know about other cultures, but specifically in American culture is just to ignore shit that's going wrong and to see what happens that's a fucking wrong idea. Yeah, everybody Fuck wants that. to put shit
2: on a, on a shelf and and just deal with it later. And-
1: that's why like my my whole situation with my brain and just like spouting shit out sometimes, it, yeah. it had there's consequences of that. And we've we've dealt with some of those. Yeah, yeah, like, we've had some definite fallout uh, from those. But, <laughs> but I don't like if there's a, there, if there's tension in the room or, or or in my life, or in some way, I always just my brain just works that way. Luckily for me, I just say it I'm like, "Hey, this is stupid. Let's change this," and dispassionately say that. But I don't think people are good at that, to be honest. Like, I don't know if it's hopefulness or laziness or naivety or whatever it is, but I think I think a lot of people you push things off until tomorrow or the next day or the yeah. next day or the yeah. next
0: day, um, and then you know you look around and it's it's like the, the, your yeah. shelf analogy yep. where it's like, "Oh man." Now all my shelves are cluttered with all of this shit. I agree because I I kept pushing it off. And yep. I was like, I'll get to it. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then you don't, and it's too late. And then your life is a fucking mess, and your your <laughs> your house is dirty and shit.
2: Well, somewhere down the line, people got the panties twisted and they got it wrong. And this is what I tell people. You know, I tell people to come up with a daily life motto. So my daughter has one, and I tell people, do this. It's fucking homework at all my seminars. First thing you do when you wake up, even before you take your morning piss, look in the mirror. My daughter's is I'm a winner. I'm a champion. She says that every day before she goes to bed. It's the last thing she says me. I'm a little different. Most people prolong greatness. I put off being fucking average. I say, it's my word. Be, be great today. Be a bitch tomorrow. What does that mean? I'm going to get up. I'm going to do the maximum workforce I can. I'm going to go to bed with the intentions that, you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to get up and I'm going to sleep in and I'm going to rest. Well, guess what? That alarm goes off at 6 fucking 19 every morning. I get up and go, be great today, be a bitch tomorrow. Why, why, 619? Yeah, why 619? I get up at 619. Here you go. You ready for this? I'm yeah. going to say it fast. Hang on. I get up at 619. My wife gets up at 625. 619, I get up, I take the dog out. I bring her downstairs. I, I give her dog food. I pull out the chicken broth. I put it in the microwave for 10 seconds. She eats. Then I take her out the... To- The bathroom again and shits It's 6.23 I get up I pull out the creamer Two creamers The sugar into two coffee things Then what I do I have one minute left I I mentally go over What my three F-bombs are And how I'm going to attack life My wife comes downstairs I don't know what the fuck's going to happen She's either going to go like this For a kiss Or she's going to tell me to fuck off Until she has her (laughs) cup of coffee But those few minutes Are my few minutes To do what I need to do So I already get up And I have a sense of accomplishment then my wife takes my daughter to the gymnastics, and then I go to the gym. But guess what? Before she goes to the gym, and this is it, she leaves at 725, for six minutes, I make the bed, clean up all the shit, we go, and then I meet her at the gym. But that's our our pattern of life, yeah. a pattern of fucking life. It's what you need to do. And what I've learned how to do is, instead of getting up and wasting fucking time, because time is our most precious commodity. It's the only yes. one you can't get care. back. Exactly. I don't care yeah. how fucking rich you are, what color you are, if you're a he, she, a shim, it's going to treat us all equally So my thing is Do what you can With what you fucking got yeah. That's what I do And I say it every day My daughter does it All I'm doing Is programming people To be great And I, whenever I do My seminars They go like But we're not programmed Here watch this You ready? You guys are not, This is not, not scripted What do you do Before you look Across the street? Look both ways Look both ways What color is a red light? Red is it, what, what is an oven? What is a stove?
1: Something to cook
0: in
2: And is it hot or cold? Hot There you go You've, you've already been programmed Since birth to know this shit Yeah and it yeah.
1: takes 21 days To create a new habit By the way 21 days Of doing the same thing Every single This is basic Like psychology It takes 21 2190 Yeah
2: Is the terminology
1: Yeah There's things I agree 90 with 90 to break And it's 21, 21 yeah. days
2: is a habit 90 days is supposed To be a lifestyle yeah. I don't believe In 90 days is a lifestyle I'll call it out Because in 90 days I knew My lifestyle Wasn't going to be an Navy SEAL I could have still failed But what I tell people is My last thing of conquer Is repetition I am fucking 7-Eleven. I get up every fucking day. There's 20, I wish there were more hours in a day, and I'm going to do the best I can every day. I don't sleep. I don't fucking rest. S- God rested on Sunday. I don't. I use Sunday for a day of reflection. Monday, I come out of the gate like a fucking thoroughbred, and it's a new chapter in my book, and I just f- I'm writing the pages because, see, what people do, what the betas do is they let society write their fucking book. That's what I did until I was 19. You're going to be a loser. You're going to go to jail. I spent some time fucking locked up. I was doing drugs. And then I finally said, you know what? Fuck this shit, man. I'm going to write my own fucking book. You know, I wanted a, a, And they live happily ever fucking after. And that's what I'm doing. I don't let anybody dictate who I am, who I'm going to be, or what I'm going to become. Never.
0: Man, dude, we... You're an inspirational guy. I want to get to some of your crazy fucking stories here. After oh, this, yeah. we, we get some sponsors who pay for this whole shit wagon to be oh, on I'll the I'll give air. you crazy shit. You're one of those dudes, man, and it's rare that we have on the show. And again, we've done 450 of these fucking things mm-hmm. where you just jump right in. You're like, I just want to talk to this guy forever. Uh, apologize to the sponsors, but they're the best in the biz. Ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. You sleep on a ghost bed? Ah, you should. You should have a ghost bed in your life. You should get a ghost bed. Yeah. yeah. The best
1: beds on the planet.
0: Best beds on the planet. Uh, 15% off forever for military and first responder. Scroll down to the bottom of the page. It's a true story. Yeah. Uh, scroll down to the bottom of the page. Boom. Uh, you're, you're there. Forever. All of their products. Ghost pillows. Mattresses. The, the ghost luxes. The adjustable bases. Those are amazing. Uh, they got USB ports. Uh, they got all with, with the flashlights on them, too. There's everything on there. Everything on these goddamn things. It turns into
1: a UFO in case you want to get involved in the Area 51 thing, the (laughs) whole shit.
0: I'm saying you could probably take your adjustable base with the mattress on it up to Area 51 on September 20th to storm it. As always, 36 months, pay as you go. No interest program. No one on the internet is offering that. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today and get it. Uh, Next up. We've got buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros. Some of the best headphones in the biz. You can hear things through them very well. Yeah, you can. You, want, you want some ears. of those? I need them. Yeah. I need them. Yeah, you, you, can have, you can have a pair if you want, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we, look, we reached out to uh, Beats by Dr. Dre, and they were like, no. Headphones are too expensive. Um, you know, what are they, fucking $300? They're ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. These, boom, 70 bucks. At uh, buyraycon.com uh, forward slash drinking bros. Knocks them down to 50. You can sweat at them. Best wireless uh, headphones in the biz. You just put them in a little box to recharge. What is it, 5,000 hours? Five,
1: uh, no, it's 2,000 hours of standby and yep. five hours of active playing. Of active playing. which is so, a lot. That's a lot of time. Look, you
0: could run a fucking marathon in these things and they'd still be good to go. I could If not, you're Kenyan, you could do two marathons in them. Yeah. And you'd be good to go.
1: Or if you're that guy, that old man from LA, you could run a marathon fake it and then die in a ditch oh, oh boy did he take his own life i don't know yet we yeah. haven't heard anything about that or we don't Tyler he's,
0: te- he's texting trying to find out now let right. us know <laughs> uh go to buyraycon.com forward slash drinking bros today get these headphones again that'll give you 20 percent off knock them down right around in the 50 range uh last but not least We've got
1: expressvpn.com forward slash drinking bros. Cybersecurity. Look, if you're planning on raiding Area 51 like we are, yep. you want to keep your private information private. Yep, You don't want the government looking into your shit. No, You, don't, you definitely don't want China and uh, Russia looking into your shit. right? <laughs> you don't want these uh, scammers getting your information and exploiting you. You're going to need that money to bail yourself out of jail. Yes. And pay your medical expenses after you try and raid Area 51. Exactly. The only way you're
0: going to keep your Area 51
1: knowledge safe is
0: ExpressVPN.com (laughs) forward slash Drinking Bros. Seven bucks a month. Runs in the background of uh, your your laptops, iPhones, uh, desktops, you name it. Keep your shit safe. Uh, At at that Drinking Bros site, you get three months off, which is amazing. Shit's only seven bucks a month. Uh, What were you guys sexting back and forth to one another over there? Are you so, going to share? Uh, he I, I like old school.
1: We've got, we're drinking out of handles and shit over here. Ray's, Ray's got this special talent. Yeah? And it's in a. I'm not going to say how I found <laughs> out about it because it's unfortunate, but he, he can. I, I, I struggle to call it jerking off because it's not really jerking off, but he can make himself come without his hands. I'm sorry. I'm going to back that up. Without I, your hands, I, yeah. I
0: can
2: make myself come without touching myself.
0: How? And when did you figure this out?
2: Well, I learned how to do this as a young boy, a troubled teen. In no, Catholic um, school.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> I was lost. I was scared. No, I was a gymnast. And I learned how to do it. Wait, and were you I, really a gymnast? I really was for a A male while. gymnast. A male gymnast. Untouched. Untouched. You didn't Man. get molested by a... Uh...
1: I didn't make the cut. No, I didn't. So that, I bring that up because Ross is also super butthurt about not having been molested.
0: You know, it's one of those things just by an older woman, you know? Yeah. Uh, and again, that's why I started my program too, fathers without uh, boundaries. Um, right. Where where I help out. I mentor these sorority girls that were 21 to 22 years old. And, uh, you know, it's kind of... a can, It's girls with daddy
1: issues, and he plays the role plays of the daddy. daddy. I yeah, got yeah, well, yeah, yeah. A couple more of these, and I'll come over and molest you. for free. Yeah, <laughs> no.
0: I, look, just a finger uh, just somewhere, fingers, just to let me know that I'm alive. Backing down, yeah. down, Yeah, back.
1: Make sure you back down on it. You don't want to skip that. So, I,
0: as a gymnast, yes. How yeah. did you figure it out? Was it the pants? I was on the horse. I was. I oh, was, the pommel horse.
2: Yeah, I was, I was. I was. I was, and I could do it here. I'm not going to, but. It's all about positioning. So literally it's all about if I took these two chairs and I kind of positioned myself and I suspended my. You is know, your
0: penis on anything or is it airborne?
2: It is airborne.
0: Okay. So I'm you, really impressed. I same here. You. Yeah. So, you, so you can get a full erection.
2: Full erection. So how I would do it right now is I, I don't wear underwear, but if I had underwear on, I did this. This is when I made my name and buds. third phase of buds. Okay. Okay. Uh, he goes by Cade Courtley. Who owns uh, Victory Coffee. You, uh-huh. can, you, can, you can call him and ask him this. We had 50 some people in our class, third phase. And this story had been told. It's like, you know, they're telling tour. It's like coming down from the hills. The Navajo Indians are telling these stories of Ray Cash Care. So <laughs> a, a gentleman by the name of Warnoster Turcotte came in. And he's from South. And he's like, hey, Gabby. Yeah, I'm like, yes, sir. He's like, I hear you can fucking make yourself coming up, touching yourself. And I sound just like him. And I said, yes, sir, I can. Well, I want to see that. Which kind of threw
0: me off yeah,
1: yeah that's a weird request it, it is a weird, weird request, weird request. I'm, I'm kind
0: of there to, I, like unless you see something like yeah, this it, you don't believe it it's good i'm all
2: about don't ever ask me you know i won't i'll step up and do it yeah so one thing leads to another and i said okay but there's a few rules and he's like oh you're giving me rules i said "Well, I have to concentrate so what they did was is we have a beer party in third phase everybody chips in. i said we chip in a little bit more and the money goes we have a big beer party he said done I said, number two, I have to be double blindfolded and have double ear pro because if I hear anybody, I won't be able to focus. So he says, done. So we walk into, we have these little barracks and everybody's crammed in there with like four instructors, just hot as, it's just like swamp ass in there, right? There's like 55 guys in there, just fucking alphas. And they blindfold me. And what happens is is I had my UDTs on back. Or, excuse me, no, we had uh, we were in a camis. We had camis, we switched to camis, and we had the you know the compression shorts. Yeah. So what I do is I go like this, I show them my junk, and I say, you see, compression shorts are there's nothing in it, you know, and they're checking. Roger that. I mean that got guy's faces right by my junk. Yeah. So they double, they they blindfold me, do all the shit. And he literally goes, I swear to God, he goes, If any of you motherfuckers talk, I'll kill y'all. So I said, Okay, so I get up my position and I'm holding. And I'm fucking holding, and I'm fucking holding, right? And they can kind of see that I'm getting hard, you know, and I'm, you know. How long, so how long It took me, it takes, it's about two or three minutes. I mean, I have to, I've got some, this is not from lifting weights. This is from not getting pussy when I was young. Yeah, tries for
0: the guys, obviously. Yeah, Yeah. you know know what I'm talking
2: about. You're out here. But anyway, so I finish, I drop down, I pull everything off, and there's 55 guys doing this. And they're looking at me, and I fucking undo my shit, pull my shit down, I'm like three, three you know because that shit goes down quick when you got a bunch of guys looking at your junk yeah yeah, yeah. and i fucking r- just go like this and literally i got cum in my hand and it's just dead silence and i'm like oh my god i'm gonna get that k- kicked out of here for being a fucking freak and all of a sudden one officer turkos just goes yeah and it's just a fucking huge roar and stuff <laughs> but you could call kate Courtley of victory coffee and you ask him about it and it still haunts his fucking dreams
0: so do you, do you need to be wearing something or can you do it nude?
2: No, I could do it nude. You think I, I fucking banged my wife when I first met her. Dude, it's the greatest fucking line, pickup line. I say, you know what? You are so hot that I want to do something for you that I've never done for anybody else. Uh, and she's money. like, what? I said, I can make myself come without touching myself. And she's like, what? I'm like, yeah, I love you, baby. And I did it for her. And Lily. by this time, she's just fucking dripping wet. She's like, if you got anything left, let's do it. And I guess never look back.
0: That's amazing. Yeah.
2: So That's I like, amazing. I like that it.
1: should be... So we were talking last night about which uh, new sport should be in the Olympics.
0: Yeah, you, that I one. Think that, but I don't know anybody else who can do it. I've never heard it. That would
1: trump the video game shit that they're
2: talking about doing. I will stop watching the Olympics. I'm already pissed off with the Olympics. Don't get me started with the flag. Don't get me started Yeah, with the whole flag issue. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah, but I think... You jerking off without touching yourself. It's a race would be, I would probably be the, I'd be the Olympic champion.
0: You're not far away. Cause yeah, they're talking about video games and they're talking about uh break dancing. Yeah. So the wind tunnel thing is already in by the way.
2: Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. So I think
2: mine would, I think mine would really cause a, a ruckus.
0: Does your daughter have a shot at it?
2: Uh, I think right now she has a shot for division one college. I just, uh, you know, you never want to sit. <sighs> She's got the drive. I just think she, she's going she's in level six, but from what I've heard from how the girls are that have gone to the Olympics, they would already at her age be level eight, level nine. So, But you know what? I'll take a division one athlete. She's definitely, I, I see Oklahoma, excuse me, uh, Alabama or UCLA in our future.
0: Really? Yeah, she's
2: good. She's fucking uh, have good. They re-
1: have, are they recruiting her now?
2: Uh I had an in with the UCLA Bruins. I used to be their motivational uh, coach. Aunt, nice. Bec- Aunt Becky
1: over here is about yeah, to get himself Aunt thrown Becky in jail. Yeah, Aunt Becky about to, get to Listen, bribe. Have you bribe heard again. about the uh, the college admissions scandals in Southern California? For and celebrities? Elsewhere? No. Like Aunt sure. Becky from Full House paid a bunch of money. Oh, yeah yeah yeah, no. yeah, 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 yeah. You
2: know, I actually... Um, uh, what's it? P. Diddy's son. Yes. Um, I've worked with him. Did you hear Justin. Th- is that his yeah, name? Uh, I can't remember. He he was an idiot. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, sorry, <laughs> P. But P. Diddy and... Salosi, the football coach, got into it. I was there when that whole issue happened.
0: No shit. Yeah,
2: P. Diddy is not a small man, but he is not a Salosi. Salosi was uh, was a strength and conditioning coach for the NFL. He is not a small man, and uh, I told him, "Boy, you better fuck be careful what you're doing here." You know, P. Diddy didn't walk in there with his posse, but uh, yeah, he uh, he got tuned to fuck up real quick.
0: That's funny, man. Yeah. I, I look at I look at those celebrities, especially their kids, because look, when you're that famous. You expect your kids to be like, oh, man, well, my kid's going to be famous. You can push them oh, yeah. and make them do this. You you can't at, at something as physical as, as college athletics. Yeah, like his son was lazy, and, too. Yeah.
2: But after the issue happened, the son stayed on the team somehow because a large donation was made somewhere. Um, but, you know, if that would have been you or I, our asses would have been fucking... You know, probably kicked oh, off the team. Yeah. So, yeah.
0: And when, wasn't Snoop Dogg's kid? It was the same thing with well, him, Well, no, 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 right? no.
2: I'll tell you what. Snoop Dogg's kid is a man of honor. He showed up. His whole life, he was pushed too hard by his father. He was, he was talented, but he didn't have, he didn't want it. Right. He showed up. They went to summer practice, uh, summer training, which is, a, it's horrible. And he literally walked up to the coach, shook his hand. Jim Moore, who's a very good friend of mine, and said, sir, this isn't for me. At least he went out like a man. Now the repercussions of him and his father, I don't know. Oh, you don't want to Snoop Dogg? I'm sure smoked some off for that. But, um, but he was a man about it. You know, yeah. he, he didn't make excuses. He and Snoop Dogg is actually a very intellectual guy. You know, he plays mm-hmm. the, oh, you know, but yeah, he's a very yeah, he's smart a, dude. He's a
1: really good businessman. Yeah,
0: very good. Yeah, because I, I watched that show. With, yeah, when it, it, when it was he him was him and his kid, and you know, he's
2: hard as fuck on his kid. Man, he demands perfection. Was he every trying to st- go
1: to USC or some shit? Where was because. Snoop's a huge USC fan. Yeah, it was yeah.
2: USC or or USC or, U- U- or the UCLA, Bruins. Yeah. He went. He got his pick. He, it was one of the two.
0: Oh. But yeah. Uh, yeah. Th- yeah. That wasn't surprising at all. How'd you get the nickname Cash? By the way.
2: Uh, so my originally I was Care Bear. Last name's Care. Boy, that's real fucking hard. Uh, when I started <laughs> doing some other work, um, there was the name Care Bear was taken by a lady named Karen. Uh, I had a cash shirt. That's,
0: that's kind of a, a nice thing though, right? It is. You know, it cash was, sounds cooler than it, it Care Bear. Cool. Oh, it does sound cool. This is my hard-ass buddy Care Bear over yeah, here. Yeah,
2: it's not sexy. I'm not going to lie. It didn't get me laid. Um, <laughs> cash, a little bit. But uh, I showed up and you know, I just transitioned out of the military. When you transition out of the military, I know he can... He can attest But they tell you You're never going to amount to anything At least with me they did You're never going to Fucking amount to anything You're going to come back here You're a fucking piece of shit They
1: give you're you get... very little information Yeah Especially you know, your local command Because they're trying to get you to they stay They want in. you to stay yeah. So you know the,
2: Everybody's out there Is going to eat you for breakfast You're going to get butt fucked every yeah. day it, mm-hmm. it was like Oh my god Wife Kid We're talking about having another one You know I show up Somewhere um, Hadn't slept in about four days And I had a cash shirt on A Big Johnny Pre-Joaquin Phoenix I was a cash fan Sure Yeah Old school and they just said, Hey, we're going to call you cash. And the running joke was, I was so fucking tired. My attention to detail was, Pfft. I, uh, why the fuck are you call me cash? After about four hours, I looked down and I'm like, Oh, and it just stuck, you know? <laughs> so I wish, I always wish it was a, a sexier fucking story. And you know, when I tell people they're like leaning in and then I tell them the story, they're like, you're a fucking idiot. I'm like, but it's, you know, I uh, yeah, can sex it up for the you know.
0: I'm 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 in the latter. I thought for sure you were gonna be like, man, I killed so many people. I they killed, said I was I money was. in the bank. They called me cash.
2: I jerked off for Joaquin Phoenix without using my hand. No, it's just <laughs> that's it, man. That's it.
0: <laughs> Where do you live right now?
2: I am in Virginia Beach. Uh, just have it pulled away, pulled chalks from the teams. I'm ready to get the fuck out of there. You know, it's it's one of those things when you get out of that military world, you just I'm like Helen Keller. I'm deaf, dumb, and blind. I don't know what the fuck goes on anymore. Nor, nor do I care. I is mean, there a
1: lot of seals that live in Virginia Beach? Oh my god, Sean oh, Matson's yeah. up there too. Oh god, from Strikeforce. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Sean's good friend of mine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like yeah. half the goddamn seals. Half the seal out population. population. Why is that? Why there?
2: Because that's where they're stationed. That's where ah, we're stationed. Okay. For the same, in same reason, Dana.
1: there's still a bunch of fucking 82nd dudes from Bragg out to here, yeah. and there's a bunch of Marines up in Jacksonville. It's the same reason. Gotcha. They just yeah. don't leave. Afterwards. I mean, it's
2: just you. You know, you walk into a bar, it's pilots on one side, seals on the other. That you take your pick, what you want, ladies. Yeah. yeah, especially in the bars I hang out in regular shoes don't come there, but
0: yeah, yeah. that's they funny. try to
2: sneak in, but we fucking get the fuck out of here. That's our where, where are you going to head to right now, of all places. Don't don't kick me off the show for this. We're looking at California with Bedros Koulian. So,
0: Ooh. um,
2: but in Chino Hills, they're they're much more Republic oriented town. So I literally have about a 20 mile radius and then otherwise I'm fucked. So, yeah. <laughs> but we'll see. We'll see. Um. That's a big move. You know, we, there's a lot of decision that has to go on. Bottom line, that means if my wife will say yes or no. But I want to get out of Virginia. It's fucking swamp. I mean, literally, my nuts are constant. I mean, you move to Virginia Beach, just like here, they, they issue you a fucking spatula. My nuts are stuck to the side of my leg yep. for fucking six months out of the year. Big what am I?
1: bond community. Yeah. yeah
2: well, oh, yeah, I got, I got swamp ass right now. I's I GB speak. up every morning. One, yep.
1: of, one of my dad's friends had this idea for a little fucking net that goes around your bean bag. And then there's a string that comes up and it comes up through your, through a loop in your collar here. Yeah. And you can just like bite and pull up, lift your nuts up off your legs. I think you it, should
2: just be able to like, you know, have the assless chaps. You should just be able to have your nuts kind of like that nuts hang out so they could with a little fan hook there. Yeah. And you just walk. I mean, I don't know how it would work, but I mean, I haven't, I haven't mastered it yet, but I'm going to trademark it.
0: Well, the thing is this too, if you shave up down there and you oh, don't, yeah. uh, if you shave up down there too, it gets a little wetter. So there's a lot of pockets down there. Yeah. Um, You're
1: saying the the more pubes you have, the more it absorbs the moisture. I mean, correct. I yeah. can show you right yeah.
2: now if you want to see how my shit's looking. No.
0: Yeah. How is your shit looking? You really uh, want to see? Yeah. It? No. You need to start at a two, I think, on a on a clipper and then go down. Yeah. I,
1: I, I stay with two. I mean, because so I, I keep it,
0: yeah, he's gonna there. Look at that. Look at that right there. That's his best. We're gonna have to blur get. that out of we're the show. We're definitely gonna have to blur that out. <laughs> but I'm gonna be honest, that's impressive. And when you have a ball shave like that, yeah. that's yeah. a that's a cold water dip, is it not?
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Of course.
0: Yeah. So you cold water dip it, and that's the only way you can
1: shave it. What
2: I like to do is just get in a shower, and I like to pull them up and just go on. I like to do the undercarriage first and work around. I work around the sides. I use
1: an electric shaver because it gets a more uniform shave for me because I don't go all the way to the skin. Oh, no. The problem is I nick myself on a... Oh, I've done that many times And I'm I'm always afraid if I do it Like, I try to time it where I'm not going to be around anybody Just in case I make a mistake Because I'm like, oh, that Nick looks a little bit like herpes right there (laughs) So let's avoid that Oh, yeah, I got some
2: war wounds from that shit But my wife brings a good point up She's like, you know, do you want to be going down on me With a big wad of fucking hair in your mouth? I'm like, no, she's like, well, do you fucking think I do? So you know, we made. You know, you made a conscious. decision. We did it at marriage counseling. We decided it was time.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's the
1: only reason to go to marriage counseling is decide how each of you are going to trim your pubes. Oh,
0: yeah. oh that's that's probably number one in that list. It's definitely
2: number. I don't one know what color my wife's hair really is because she's like a dirty blonde, but she doesn't have any hair on her whatsoever. So I don't fucking know. She could be a brunette for all. Is autumn. she
0: is, is she as shorn as you? Like that's both you guys are bald okay. eagles. Oh, did you? I thought you said Uncle shorn. Sam's. Oh yeah,
2: shorn, I, Yeah. Oh yeah, she's fucking nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like that shit smooth like soaking. a baby <laughs> like a baby brother sorry i licked your mic i apologize and no so now, we fine. lick
1: these mics every day yeah
0: well, every day somebody's licking those charlie sheen was on before you oh so jesus <laughs> christ can i take his home <laughs> <laughs> oh my god look at the pussy i got on my face now
1: well pussy and aids but hey and you know AIDS. what yeah. only poor people die of aids now so you're good yeah gotcha. uh, by the way
0: uh, also some, so this is the first time shockingly that somebody's pulled out their dick and balls on the air that wasn't fucking I wasn't fucking. True, yeah. Because um, on, on episode 100, we had two strangers who had never met have sex live on here. Um, so that guy's dick we definitely saw.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. He was, he was a quick draw with that. Did too. he snort some penile enhancement?
0: Oh, for some Roman? Yeah. Some getroman.com <laughs> forward slash drinking bros? Yeah. Sponsor. We got a boner sponsor on here. I'm um, in. Oh, of course. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, he, I think he did. So th- my guess is because he fucked for about two and a half hours yeah. on the show. Yeah um my guess is that he had <laughs> he had preed up sprinkled up the drink beforehand yeah and his performance was to this day uh, amazing in front of a, a group of dudes probably your story beats it with coming in front of all that that many dudes yeah
1: yeah how many dudes in phase three of buds are left like 50 maybe well
2: originally there was only 16 of the original of us but like you know the guys that got hurt prior got rolled in our class there was 50 51 or 55 i think 55 of us plus four instructors yeah so 59 people crammed in a room smaller than this so it was it was breathtaking that is amazing it was like i was in prison all over again
0: yeah how I, I was prison by the way how it was
2: lockup just for fighting and stupid shit it was good it was uh, i enjoyed it yeah i like the you know the same thing uh, jelly in the jam
0: yeah where was it
2: in baltimore
0: is that is where you're B- from oh shit i'm from baltimore is that what part of baltimore dundak Wow, is that is, is it as bad as it? You it's think it white is?
2: trash. I'm Lily from like the white trashest part of fucking Baltimore. There is, and I'm I'm proud of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I know, I know. How how long how long were you in prison?
2: Oh no, I just spent some time. I spent a couple of weeks in lockup. It's just one of those things, just stupid fighting and shit. I've done that uh, community service a couple of times, mainly for fighting. I just got in a lot of stupid fights, doing stupid shit. The the main one I got into, I have a my sister, a big kid. Younger than me, but he was like 240 pounds. Did some stuff, and he was like bullying my sister. And in a McDonald's parking lot, I took a roll of fucking nickels, mm-hmm. and I fucking started smashing his head in with him. Um, but he was real. He was like your size, so I had to like jump up and get him down. And I guess I put him down pretty hard. And that's it was like Mike
0: Tyson's punchout game, where you gotta. You but gotta my mom's. But at the time,
2: my mom's one husband was a police officer, so I had to spend. That was a. I had to spend a couple. You know, there was some things I deal with, but he got me out of it. But you know, I defended my sister. So I mean. Yeah. Fuck you. You yeah, know, the guy wants to be a bitch. And, exactly.
0: And it yeah. and it got happened to him is what happened. You got dealt with. It got happened to him is don't what happened.
2: I tell don't don't ever count me fucking out. I'll find a way.
0: <laughs> What's your dream for the future with everything you got going on right now?
2: Um, let's see. Just to keep helping people, you know, my boot camps I want to make them. I want to be able to work so much with my boot camps that I can get a crew underneath me to just go out because like I said, I define success as helping other people help themselves. Um, want to make it, you know, I'm not going to be lied to you. I want to make a shit ton of money so I can give a lot of, a lot of money away. I like helping people, you know, I only need so much fucking fortune. And then after that, it's just, it's just doing good deeds, you know, right. Stopping off, giving, you know, seeing a guy on the side of the road. I did that the other day. He's like, I need a meal So come with me, put some fucking bum in my car. I took him to Chick-fil-A and bought him a meal. He was like, like, I'm not gonna eat cash, but I'll give you food. He ate the shit. I drove him back, and he said, "Thank you." I mean, really? Yeah, I don't fuck it. Why not, man? Yeah, yeah, of course. You know, I, I hope someone would do that for me. You know, I, I like to have fun and and goof off, but I try to. I really try helping people.
0: That's fucking awesome, man, dude. Look, this has been one of our best shows ever. You're a super inspirational guy. Where can everybody find you online?
2: Uh, you can find me at uh, my website is uh, www.frogmindset.com. Check it out. Okay. Or give me a follow on Instagram, Ray Cash Care. It's that fucking simple. I don't. I have Facebook, but I'd rather just do the Instagram um, because I got all these people catfishing me and shit. Just hit me up on those two sites if you need me.
0: For sure. Now I'm going to put you on the spot. This is uh, the point in the show where we get to the drinking bro of the week. Somebody who's inspired you or helped you become the man you are today. Who would you like to give the drinking bro of the week to?
2: I'd probably like to give it to Pedro's Cooling. He's the one who's been really mentoring me for about the last six months to be a better man mentally, physically, emotionally, and has helped me work on that F7 fucking mindset.
0: And and how did you guys meet?
2: We met actually at a speaking engagement down in Miami, Florida, and we just hit it fucking off, dude. He was just like, "Wow." Cuz like you what you see is what you get. I don't I won't act different in front of you than I would if fucking President Trump was right here. I would I'm the same. I cuss, I'm loud, I don't give a fuck. And like I said, you like me or you hate me. There is no in between. I don't grow on people. You either it's an immediate attraction. Or a big fuck you,
0: right? Yeah, that's it, man. I wish, I wish, I wish it was different. It isn't. It isn't. No. And uh, I wish we sold those shirts of Bert Koontz, By Bert the way, Bert Koontz,
2: I love you.
0: <laughs> uh, Ray, yeah, this was an absolute pleasure, dude. Uh, you're a great guy. Uh, Thank you, sir. Honor is all mine. And Thank I- you for showing me your dick, by the way. That's a nice thing. You know, we just met, and it's it, that that's a nice show of friendship. Of like, mm-hmm.
1: hey, man, I trust you enough.
0: Here's my dick and boss. Wait till we get off air. Oh, God damn it.
1: Hard You're, back in. I'm going to hard back, back into down. that finger. <clears throat> you guys have, uh, you and Jason Redman have a podcast, right? Yes,
2: we do. We have a podcast right now. Thank you for actually ask, reminding me of that. Uh, it's called the JR Overcome Show, but come tomorrow, we're actually changing it to Overcome and Conquer. Uh, we I wanted like that
0: to, name better, by the we way. We do,
2: because Overcome is his business and Conquer is mine, Okay. and we just wanted to have something that. Wasn't just driven by our names You know I, I think it's cool that I was a Navy SEAL And he was a Navy SEAL But we're more than that you know we're fucking good human beings And we bring people and we'd love to have you guys on Just to talk about doing Great shit you know you, we goof off We have fun but I know you guys do a lot for the community You, you all do we know this And I think people need to hear about that
0: we're, Hey we're down man anytime you want us on We'd love to come on man yeah. Roger uh, that. Are, are you guys based out of Virginia Beach
2: Virginia Beach it's, it's not as sexy as this But you know what we still get it done
0: Hey, I, look, I'm in it. Any, I like Virginia Beach. with a beach, yeah. I'm good. Yeah, yeah.
2: Well, it's going to be the ghetto. Compared to this right now, what, we're, what I'm sitting in, it's the ghetto. I mean, you're so fucking big, it's going to be tough. It might be that room like with 55 guys, but we'll make it happen. We
1: don't give a shit, though. No. Good. That's None what I like. None of us ever cared, dude. We yes. actually did. So Last year, for the, uh, for the opening game of the NFL season, we did a podcast in the back of, of a fucking Uber on the way up to New York, I yeah. believe. Yeah, That's so awesome. We'll do a podcast in the back yeah, of Uber. We um, we're
0: doing a, a house party show. So we're showing up at Drinking yeah. Bros house um, and just doing a fucking house party on a Friday night live show. That's August 23rd. That's in, insane. Uh, in Orlando. Yeah. So like anywhere we go, we don't we don't give a shit. No. So Roger that. You're with the right people here. I'm gonna send
2: up the fucking bat sign so you guys are coming running. <laughs> yeah. Do it. Do it. Please
0: we'll do, man. Uh, Ray, this was a pleasure, man. Yep. D'Anthony. You were you were taking down a few pegs today, which I liked. You know, was
1: I? I, was I quiet, feel like he uh, he, he al- al- alphaed you. Today. I've never shown my dick on the show before. That's you haven't showing. No. Show me, show How do me you now. Feel now. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Our producers got enough. work blurring out this one Irish dude's dick. He doesn't need two of them for, for this. Sorry, producer.
2: I apologize. <laughs> <laughs> I got caught at the moment. <laughs> I don't like to not deliver,
1: man. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's fucking awesome. So if you see Ray Cash or Care out in the wild all you know all, all you got to do is ask and he'll show you his dick basically yeah 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 just ask if you, Cash if you don't learn anything dick, else from this show just free drinks for cash's you know. dick dude boom they'll pull it out anyway
0: <laughs> uh <laughs> for for ray dantity i'm ross patterson this is the drinking good
1: night everyone